0: Now, I would never tell you not to use your calibrated tools and instrumentation to check HVAC and refrigeration equipment. But with some experience, you can use your eyes, your ears, your smell, and your touch as a troubleshooting tool. Now, if you're brave enough, you can give that unit a little lick for some taste effect. Now, I'm just playing about the taste. But you can use your senses as a means to troubleshoot. I call this the HVAC Sixth Sense. That is the topic of today's episode. I'm your host, Gary McCready, and this is the HVAC Know-It-All Podcast. So why do I call this the HVAC Sixth Sense? It's not really a sense, per se. But when you put your senses together that you have, plus your experience to come up with a conclusion of what may be wrong with a system. It kind of is something special. But I'll tell you what it is. What it really is, is experience. Someone that has taught themselves how to use their senses to troubleshoot. Let's start with your hand. The average person, the palm of your hand, is between 91 and 94 degrees Fahrenheit. So this is a great starting point. So let's say, say for instance, you touch a pipe that's 94 degrees. It's not going to be any different than the temperature of your hand. So you know that pipe is in that range. You feel a pipe that's warmer than your hand, you know it's warmer than 94 degrees. You feel a pipe that's cooler than your hand, you know that pipe is less than 94 degrees. So what I challenge you guys to do is stick your gauges on a machine for shits and giggles feel the suction line and feel the liquid line guess at what temperature those lines are take your best guess stick your probes on and then take the actual reading see if you come close and I guarantee you if you do this time after time after time after many years you'll be able to feel a pipe and say hey that pipe is that temperature and you'll be very very close the other thing you can do with touch and feel with your hand is feeling airflow, air streams, discharge air, return air, whichever it may be. Feel that air. Take a guess. then stick your probe up. see how close you get. Over time, your guesses will continue to get closer. I guarantee it. So that is touch. That is one of the senses you can use to help troubleshoot a system or get an idea of what's going on with a system before you actually use instrumentation the eyes they tell no lies <laughs> and as I say that a lady pulls up beside me and she's rocking out in her car she's singing she's dancing and she don't give a fuck you go girl do your thing <laughs> Well, I just proved witness that eyes tell no lies. Anyway, when you walk up to a machine, guys, your eyes are very, very important. They're a very important tool. Looking at sight glasses, like an oil sight glass and a compressor, if that sight glass is low or it's full, that'll tell you too much oil, not enough oil. If the sight glass is foaming up, that could be telling you that you're getting some liquid refrigerant back to that compressor, and it's boiling off, and that's what's causing that foaming. Liquid line sight glasses. Now, they could be full, they could be bubbling, and it's not always easy to tell what's wrong with a system just by looking at a sight glass, but it'll, it will tell you something. It will give you an indication that something might be happening that you don't like and prompt you to hook your gauges up and check that system out. Coils, you can check coils. Are they dirty? Are they clean? Fan blades, are they dirty? Are they clean? Are they cracked? Are they imbalanced? When you start that fan up, does it vibrate and wobble because it's imbalanced? These are things that you can check. Contactors, check for pitting. Check for carbon tracking. We, checked, uh, we talked about carbon tracking on the last episode. So you can check these things. You can check for... Spots on a circuit board or control board that may have been overheating. And it might give you an indication that that board may be on its way out. You can look for discoloration in paint on compressor heads. Discoloration is a sure-tell sign that that head is overheating. Now you can hook your gauges up and figure out why it's overheating, but that visual inspection is what's going to bring you there in the first place. So guys, don't develop tunnel vision. Tunnel vision in this trade can get you fucking killed. I'm not kidding. You can get hurt or you can get killed. We work with electricity, high voltages. We work with gas. We work with Pressurized vessels with refrigerants, 410A is no joke, the high side of that stuff, sometimes can get up in the 500 PSI range. That's scary stuff. Sometimes we work with heights. On scissor lifts, we work on roofs. So tunnel vision and not using your eyes to look around can get you killed. Don't develop tunnel vision, guys. Use your eyes as a troubleshooting method to look for things that may be a problem or maybe a problem in the future let's move on to the next thing but guys keep in mind lose the tunnel vision lose the complacency and use your eyes as a tool if you guys are interested in pulling a faster more efficient vacuum you got to check out Yellow Jacket's Super Evac vacuum manifolds. They attach directly to the 3/8 port of your vacuum pump and provide a larger opening for a faster, more efficient vacuum. Check them out, guys. Yellow Jacket Super Evac vacuum manifolds. <coughs> so guys like Toucan Sam, you got to follow your nose because it always knows what the deal is and what's up there's certain times that you can use your nose as a troubleshooting tool to figure out what the hell is going on with the system for instance do you ever walk into a building and the heat's not working and all you smell is burnt insulation burnt winding insulation i've walked into a building many times and smelt that right away I know what the problem is 99% of the time you're gonna walk up to the roof and you're gonna find a burnt out blower motor so as soon as I walk into the building and I smell that I know exactly what the hell that smell is cuz I've smelt it so many times experience kicks in you can use your nose for gas lines you smell gas follow your nose to where that smell is coming from track it down and once you do you can verify with soap if you ever started up a machine and smelt the dust burning off a heat exchanger, well, you know it's firing up by smelling that dust. I'm going to give you an example. I work on some machines are called Temprites. They're about 25 feet in the air. There's no sight glass. You can't see inside the machine from the front. So when it fires up, you have to rely on your senses. you got to rely on the sound you got to rely on the sound of it firing up, but you also got to rely on smell because you can start to smell the dust burning off the heat exchanger. So smell kicks in quite a bit when you're troubleshooting. You ever walked into a, a room, a mechanical room, or a house, and you smell refrigerant? Refrigerant's got that very distinct chemical smell to it. It almost dries up your throat instantly when you breathe it in. So I've walked into mechanical rooms, I've walked into basements, and I can smell refrigerant. I know there's a leak just by the smell. If you guys don't believe me, you're going to come across it one day. You're going to smell that gas. You're not going to like it. Your brain's going to remember. The next time you walk into a room that has refrigerant in it, you're going to know exactly what's going on so you can smell refrigerant, you can smell gas, you can smell dust burning off a heat exchanger you can smell burnt windings so use your nose guys, like I said Toucan Sam, follow your nose it always knows so guys we've covered sight, we've covered touch we've covered smell now sound, sound is another great tool that can lead you in the right direction of a problem when troubleshooting. Now, we all know what a normal-sounding scroll compressor sounds like. It's just background noise to us, all right? But when we hear that compressor running abnormally, we know right away. We might not know what's wrong with it, but we know it's not running right. We know that sound is going to prompt us to go check that machine out. Stick our gauges on, take our meter out, and check it to see what's going on. But sound led you there. Funny story, I was sitting in a church at a wedding, and during the ceremony, I could hear the compressor on the roof starting up. It's like... And you could actually... I could actually hear the sound change after the first couple of seconds after it loaded up and started bringing back refrigerant. I don't know if that's a burden or a gift because who the hell wants to sit in a church on a Saturday afternoon and listen to compressors on the roof start up? Well, some weddings are boring, so hey, maybe it is a gift, but that's neither here nor there. Here's another example. I walked into a server room, right, and I could hear this sound coming from one of the machines, and I put my ear against it. And what was happening is the blower was cavitating. The sound of the air was erratic. It was irregular. It was an irregular pattern. So what we did was we cut the blower out. Okay, it was all stuck together in one piece. It was in there for years. We removed the shaft, the bearings, and the blower wheel, and we put all new parts in. Started the machine up, and the sound had disappeared. But my ears led me to that problem. Everything else was checked. The motor amp draw the pulleys, the blower bearings, the belt tension, it was all checked. It was the blower wheel that was causing the issue and it was my ears that allowed me to figure that problem out. So let's say you're working in a building and there's several machines all lined up or you're working in a residential home, it's a big home, they've got two or three pieces of equipment outside three or four condensing units, who knows, right? So you're working on one machine but you can hear the other machine start up and the contactor chatters. Chatters a bunch of times. Your ears are going to lead you to that. Nothing else, your ears. So guys, if you keep your ears open and you do not develop tunnel vision, your ears can help you troubleshoot. It can help you lead you in the direction that you need to go to fix the problem. So guys, keep your ears open. Don't develop tunnel vision. Use your ears, guys. It's just part of... The sixth sense that I explained in the beginning of the episode. Testo digital gauges, they're all the rage. I'll tell you why. They're durable. They're precise. They're accurate. They're rugged. I soaked mine with a hose for two minutes. And they're ready to go the next day working on a refrigeration system. You don't believe me? Go to my YouTube channel. I got a video. Happy HVACing, guys. So guys, like any tool in your tool bag, your senses are just another tool. Okay, what did we cover? Sight, sound, touch, and smell. You guys want to use taste? That's all on you. You want to grab a jug of burnt out acidic POE oil and bring it home and make a cocktail? That's all on you. I'd advise against it. But seriously guys... What is the HVAC sixth sense? It's an accumulation of these skills. Accumulation of these senses that you put together. You've developed over time that brings you to HVAC badass status. But in order to get better, you have to practice. Alright? You need to touch that pipe. You need to guess and then you need to check it. To make sure that your guess is correct. Over time you will get better. I promise you. 100%, I promise you, you will get better if you practice and hone your skills. So that is the HVAC 6th Sense. It's just combined experience of using your senses and tools over time. Now, for myself, I've been in the trade for for over 20 years with schooling and, and field experience combined, so I think I have a pretty good handle on my senses, but I still verify with my tools and my instrumentation, because there's nothing worse than diagnosing a system wrong and changing the wrong part. That is a straight-up kick in the nuts to the ego when you do that. So avoid that at all costs. Use your senses as the initial troubleshooting tool, and then check with your gauges and your meter and, and all that, okay? And I, I, I tell you right now, over time, you will get better. The HVAC six Sense, guys, that's it. You guys have a great day. Happy HVACing. Guys, I'm just taking a minute from my day to let you know that NYLOG is the best refrigerant thread and gasket sealer on the planet. It's made from refrigeration oil, will not contaminate a system, and you can also use it as an assembly lubricant. You guys have an awesome day. Happy HVACing.